Hi. Time to do it again. Once more. Well, I mean, like a lot more, actually. Yeah, yeah we're probably going to be doing this for a while, so you can look forward to that. Actually, <laughs> we should hold a poll on Twitter to see if people like longer episodes versus shorter ones. We should. Mm-hmm. Because we're getting some weird stuff. Numbers? Yeah, we're getting some weird numbers. That's what the what numerals are generally called, Andrea. <laughs> when you see it, like, it go from, like, that stick... So like that curved thing with the flat bottom, that's one going on two. Those are known as numbers. I'm soggy. Well, I know, I'm just I'm just teasing you. It's I'm fine. I'm so tired. I can't help it. I'm exhausted too, and I have a reason, uh. and it has to do with my fear this week. Okay, tell. Oh, okay, so last night I went on a walk with uh, my friend who's also like lives in the apartment, mm-hmm. my neighbor, and we were walking two dogs, and they have a really cute little poodle. Oh my gosh, that's staying with them, and I walked the toy Aww. poodle. She's so cute. Anyway, yeah, so I was walking the toy poodle, she was walking her big dog, and we went down a street that we both felt, like, slightly compelled to check out, and at halfway down the street, there was a mysterious alley barred by yellow, those yellow bike bars, so we're like, oh, is this a bike path? Mm -hmm. So we went into it, and it was pitch black, even though there's houses on either side of it with motion sensor lights, and... It's it was really really weird because it just ends like within a few meters it just ends and then there's just a black field there's nothing there what yeah there is nothing there and we both saw this weird ghost from afar because we both got this really bad feeling and I my brain was telling me it was just the shadows from like long grass creeping up through like the dilapidated sidewalk yeah but she was like no I saw something and we looked back. And usually she does see things, and I don't. Mm -hmm. Like, I can feel things emotionally, like I've said, but I don't usually see them. But I did see this one from a distance. And it was, like, a top half, like, a trapezoid with black legs. And that's what it looked like from a distance. Like, I couldn't tell if it had a head or not. But it was really tall and, like, man-shaped, and I got, like, this bad feeling. Anyway, so we booked it out of there, and we we kept walking. Was it walking? It seemed to be following us, like, if you turned around, it'd be in one spot, and then we kept walking, then we turned around, it'd be another spot a little closer, mm-hmm. but it couldn't seem to go too, too far um, from that area, and uh, yeah, so we were walking down the street past it, and everything felt like it had a film over it, like the air, it looked like there was a film overlaid over the air, and it lasted till about half or a full block past the end of the playground zone, yeah. And then it was gone and everything felt up. okay. Yeah, so I'm That's worried. Really weird. Yeah, and we both like said at the same time, do you feel like we just went through like an alternate time warp? And we checked the phone. It was actually like way later than it should have been. Like it takes like 15 minutes to get there. Yeah. It's shorter walk than to your place. Yeah. And it, an hour had passed, like 45 minutes. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, so I'm worried about not being myself because I crossed a, into a Mandela universe. That's my I fear. I hope you are still you. I'm going to be doing some, like, cleansing spells later. Okay. Yeah. You should have done it before I got here, but whatever. I, I did do some, um, well, I don't think you can turn to a different person. I I feel like I already am because of the Berenstein Berenstein thing because, like, mom always pronounced that... it Berenstein, but it was spelled Berenstein for me. I... I'm positive. Could swear it was spelt Berenstein. Yeah, and that's weird. So we're already kid. from a different yeah. universe. Hey, maybe I just crossed back last night to the <laughs> me I'm supposed to be. Who knows? Yeah. But I'm doing some spells because I'm freaked out. I know it was Berenstein because as a kid I used to be like, is it Berenstein or Berenstein? Yeah. 
And mom said Berenstain. Why would I wonder that if it was A-I-N? Because that's obviously Berenstain. Well, and that's what I remember with mom. Same thing, except it was spelled Berenstain. So I said it that way. And she's like, oh, that's actually like Berenstain with the A-I. And the E at the end or something. I forget what, how exactly it was spelled. But yeah, it was with an A for sure. E-I and I was like, what? Berenstain. And that makes sense. A-I is Berenstain. That's not really a name. She always just told me it was it was pronounced Berenstein, even though there was an A in it. So I remember that distinctly. See, she just told me it was pronounced Berenstein because I was like, is it Berenstein or Berenstein? Which would make sense if it's E-I. Because it was E-I. It was E-I. It was. It was A-I and it still pronounced E-I. Steen. Okay, so mom's from like 500 different universes. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Dang it. So that's my fear. What's your fear for the week? Mine is... So I work on a project um, at work, right? And so there's some (laughs) changes being made, and I'm going to end up in Edmonton for at least a month. Oh, my gosh. Not straight, but, like, every week from Monday to Thursday, I have to go to Edmonton and get trained on something new to do something new. (laughs) That that nobody (laughs) saw this. Yeah, but nobody (laughs) saw this coming. And we just got told Friday after work, Although I just got told today because I had left a bit earlier than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so our project manager came in and she was telling us about – or telling them about this. But I was already gone. So then my friend mm-hmm. didn't want to like tell me over text and she was really busy this weekend. So she finally called me today to tell me. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're going to be traveling a lot to Edmonton. I'm just kind of nervous like what this means for my position – yeah. Um, like it honestly seems like actually mm. it might be really good because my contract will like since this project is going to take longer now like there's a delay yeah so you'll have an extended contract just naturally yeah so I think it'll be okay because yeah like I think it'll actually be good but I don't know yeah like, who knows right I mean but since you're getting trained to do new things at least it'll look good on a resume yeah. regardless yeah, and it's true. just good to have it yeah and I, I like traveling like I find it makes my weeks go by more quickly and just yeah yeah, I enjoy it so it's fine uh but it's just I'm nervous it's nerve-wracking I can see that (laughs) yeah Yeah. and like um for our podcast too that means that you're gonna have to do it via Skype yeah sucks well no 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 uh you and I I'm back Friday Saturday Sunday okay yeah we'll record ahead of time we'll record on weekends like we already do but you'll have to edit oh bye you're lonesome I have been doing that for the past two months, You have, Andrea. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, just so you guys know, she abandoned me for the editing process. I mean, she didn't really do anything anyway. I wrote, she down, wrote titles. down titles. Yeah. And that's so you can thank her for some of those titles. Mm-hmm. Yep. For like the first 45 titles or something. Yeah, so that goes to you. <laughs> I always do all the audio ed- ed- editing. Yeah. As, as you know, because I've complained about it multiple times, and I'll never stop complaining about it. And it's not it. even I that much it. work. Because oh, for us, no. it's just cutting out like little pieces of weird silence and stuff like that right yeah exactly but like, for your work like when you do the yeah. your voice acting it's more it's but so at least much. it's easy for this so i don't have to feel too bad yeah no it's, i don't mind this this is actually really fast um <laughs> if only if only all my my audio editing ways were that fast yeah i'm sure that just there's cutting like a... out lip smacks and that's all you have to do really yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we are famous for our lip smacks it's what we're called throughout the town <laughs> Uh, there Those goes lip-smacking kids. Siblings, siblings. Lip-smacking siblings. 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 I like that you said siblings because that's very, that would be Cochrane actually. Ah, them siblings. Uh. <laughs> Just so you know what kind of town this is, it's that kind of town. It is. Them siblings kind of town. It's westernized yeah. a lot. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's like the most That's Western. our whole theme here. 
Yeah, it does feel like a theme sometimes. Yeah. Like they like they made a theme park out of it. And our our uh, sign, like how each every town and city has like a sign. Welcome to. Welcome to this, and then there's like a little slogan. Ours is how the West is now, <laughs> instead of how the West was one. How yeah, the West is now. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, that... I don't know if you've ever noticed that. I have, but I forgot, and now I'm. I remember. Here's a friendly reminder. Thank friendly reminder. Uh, this is clap. How clap the West? Yeah, it oh, is God. clap now. Clap. No. <laughs> That's how you got to put it on Twitter when you're being passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hate that shit. So today we actually have some fun stuff. We do. Mm-hmm. It's one that I wanted to do for a long time. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by it and it actually like is the inspiration for what I want to do when I start traveling. Yeah. Andrea and I have been talking about this for like four years now, wanting to go here. Yes. Yeah, because of this. I'm dragging Ren along on my adventures with me. Yeah, I will be dragged. I would hate to go somewhere beautiful (laughs) to something horrific. Right? I would despise that. Elizabeth Bathory. Ah! Yay! 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 Yep, so Elizabeth Bathory. You guys ready? Here we go. Tell me. I'll tell you everything. So she was born on her family estate in near Bator, Hungary, in 1560 or 1561. Um, She spent her childhood at Exed Castle. And her father was Baron George VI Bathory. Her mother was Baroness Anna Bathory. And they were both related to, I don't know what these are, voivodes of Transylvania. But I think they're like royalty. Yeah, like a form of yeah, like upper a, class. Yeah, you know, exactly. The bourgeoisie. Yeah. They're always fucking crazy. <laughs> so she's the niece. she was the niece of a Hungarian noble called Stephen Bathory, who was the king of Poland and... Grand Duke of Lithuania, of Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, and the Prince of Transylvania. Okay, so she was a big deal. She was very high social standing. Yeah, she was just a big fucking deal. Yeah. (laughs) So she suffered multiple seizures in childhood, and they're thinking it's possible that she had epilepsy. Makes sense. Which is likely because of the inbreeding of her parents. Oh. Her family was Mm. highly inbred. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that was not uncommon. No, it but that's wasn't. A, oh. But it also meant that a lot of them had, like... Illness. Illnesses right? that they wouldn't normally have had. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, you can... You should, probably should not inbreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in that time, epilepsy was falling sickness. <clears throat> so she was diagnosed with falling sickness, and right. the treatment for that was rubbing blood of a non-sufferer on the lips of an epileptic or giving the epileptic a mix of a non-sufferer's blood and a piece of their skull as their episode ended, and that's supposed to cure them. Well, what happens to the non-sufferer after their part of their skull is taken out? I assume they are sacrificed. Yeah, what the fuck? Or surgically, just a piece of skull is removed and they have to what? let it grow, grow back. Or maybe Ugh. it's like from dead body. Oh, Someone who didn't have falling sickness. That would be yeah. bad. You probably wouldn't want That's the probably, blood of the dead on you. It's probably very bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's pretty shitty already. Yeah. yeah. So speculation, is, there is speculation that the killings were efforts for, like, on her behalf to cure her illness. Oh, so she Because, kept, you know, she it. bathed in blood and treatment yeah. for epilepsy was blood. So, but there's no evidence to support this. As it still is now. Yeah. That's also the treatment currently. Yeah, still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
So some say that she was trained to be cruel by her family, and stories include her witnessing brutal punishments that were executed by her family's officers and being taught by family members who were involved in Satanism and witchcraft. But there's no evidence of this either. That sounds like a rumor, but maybe. Who knows? Yeah. She was raised a Calvinist Protestant, and she learned Latin, German, Hungarian, and Greek. And she was very well educated, and she can speak and write in all of those languages, yeah. which was rare for a woman. Yeah, they're not usually taught these things. Yeah, it's because she was... Back then. Because she was, like, high social standing and wealthy that she was able to... To get that education. Get that, yeah. Yeah. At 13, she gave birth to a child that was fathered by a peasant boy, oh. supposedly. Hmm. And then the child was given away to a local woman that was trusted by the Bathory family. Oh, no. And the woman was paid for this, and the child was taken to Wallachia. And uh, ev- this evidence came up long after her death through rumors spread by peasants, so it's disputed right. a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, she was engaged at 10 years old to oh. Frank Nadazdi, who is the son of a baron, and it was a political arrangement. As they are. Yeah. And since her social standing was higher than her husband's, she refused to change her last name, and he took her last name. That's kind of badass. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) I don't like what else she did, but that one thing is cool. That one thing is cool. Uh, They were married when she was 15 and he was 19 on May 8th, 1575, and there were 4,500 guests at their wedding. Weird age gap, of course, but not not uncommon for the day. Not unusual. They moved to Nadazdi Castle in Sarvar and spent time – she spent time on her own while her husband studied in Vienna. Mm-hmm. Nadazdi's gift to her was his household, which was Shaktice Castle, oh. which is in Little Carpathians in present-day Slovakia. Okay. Which is where we're going. We're going to Slovakia? Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. I'm, I <laughs> want to see that. Yeah. So in 1578, Nadazdi became – chief commander of Hungarian troops in the war against the Ottomans. Um, With her husband away at war, Elizabeth managed the business affairs and the estates, and this would include providing medical care for the villagers around the castle. Okay. Yeah. Um, During the Long War, 1593 to 1606, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth was charged with the defense of her husband's estates, and there was a significant threat against them. What? Um, like because the of the war, yeah. yeah. So like she was, she had to defend the estates, basically. Did she like take like a, a spear in hand? Because I like that. <laughs> That's terrifying. That'd be funny. I suspect not. <laughs> but she probably ordered like their own private troops, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, she would also intervene on behalf of destitute women, mm-hmm. including one woman whose husband was captured by the Turks and another woman whose daughter was raped and impregnated. Oh. So she was doing good stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it all went so wrong, Elizabeth. I know. You started out so well. And then she had kids. Oh, no. So she had a daughter, Anna Nadazdi, which was, who was born in 1585, and then Orsolia in, 19, in 1590. Orsolia. Catalin Nadazdi in 1594, Andras Nadazdi in 1596, and Paul Nadazdi in 1598. <laughs> I like Spelled P-A-L, but it's Paul in English. Oh, I like that. I like that. It, they're all like such like intense names. Like Anna, the one that starts with O, oh, that's intense. And Orsolia. Then, Orsolia. And then Paul. Yeah. Paul. <laughs> Andras yeah. and Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, some say that she had another son named Miklos Nadazdi, but this can't be confirmed. Um, mm. And he may have actually just been a cousin or he may have been a son, his her son but died young. Oh. But he's not named in her 1610 will 
She might have just really fucking hated they just that hated one kid. Him. Yeah, she's like, hey, you, Mikolos is my least favorite of my offspring. Yeah. yeah. So Ferenc, he died January 4th, 1604 at the age of 48. He had an illness. It started in 1601 and initially caused debilitating pain in his legs. Mm-hmm. And he never fully recovered from this and became permanently disabled in 1603. And they had been married for 29 years. So this is the husband. Yeah. Okay. So before dying, he entrusted his heirs to George Thurzo, who ironically would eventually lead the investigation into Elizabeth's crimes. Oh, nice. So it's actually Georgi, but... Georgi? It's George. Is it Georgi? In English. Is it pronounced Georgi? I don't even know. That's why I'm saying George. <laughs> Georgi. I love the idea of it being pronounced Georgi. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's all that. Sorry, Hungarian people. We're not trying to fuck everything up. We just do. <laughs> Uh, between 1602 and 1604, after rumors of Elizabeth, Elizabeth's crimes spread through the kingdom, Lutheran minister Istvan Magyari mm-hmm. made co- complaints against her publicly and at the court of Vienna. I have some complaints about what she does. Right? Just, mm-hmm. a, little, just a little bit irritated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> authorities took their time to respond to his complaints. In 1610, King Math. Tyus II assigned George Thurzo to investigate. Right. And George Thurzo ordered two notaries to collect evidence in March 1610. Right. So they went. And they collected testimony from more than 300 witnesses in 1610 and 1611. Right. So trial records include the testimony of four defendants and 13 witnesses. I can't talk today. Yeah. So the initial victims were serving girls between 10 and 14 years old, and they were the daughters of local peasants, and Mm. they were lured to Shaktiche Castle by offers of well-paid work as maids and servants in the castle. Oh, no. But then it said she later began to kill daughters of the lesser gentry who were sent to her by their parents to learn courtly etiquette. Okay, so she started with the bourgeoisie. Yeah. But, like, other victims were, like, servants and that were lured there with the promise of, like, work. Yeah. And then she started killing the daughters of lesser nobility mm. who were sent to her to learn courtly etiquette. Um, Weird. And she also abducted girls, apparently. Oh, my goodness. So she would conduct severe beatings, oh. burning or mutilation of their hands, biting flesh off of their faces, arms, and other parts, oh. and freezing or starving them to death. And then oh. in the documentation, the use of needles is also mentioned. Oh. Yeah. According to Budapest City Archives, girls were burned with hot tongs and then placed in freezing cold water. Oof. Some were covered in honey and live ants. And she was also suspected of cannibalism. Oh, the honey and live ants one. That's brutal. I know. That's fucked Ugh. up. They're all fucked up, but that's really nasty. Yeah. So some witnesses named their relatives as being victims of her. Mm-hmm. Um, others reported having seen traces of torture on dead bodies, some of which were buried in graveyards and others in unmarked locations. And two court officials said that they witnessed ca- the countess torture and kill young servant girls. So Shit. she was seen by some people, supposedly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... She tortured and killed girls, not only at Shaktiche Castle, but also at some of her other properties. And several people were named for also supplying Elizabeth with young women, procured either by deception or force. So they're like, oh, why don't you, like, come with us? And if the girl's like, no, then they're like, well, that's too bad. Yeah. You're coming. And they kidnap her. Otherwise, the girl's like, yes, and she still gets fucked over. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This, this, oh, all these girls. Yeah. And you never get to hear their names. I know, because there are two. There are a lot. 
And well, they were and the, peasants. Yeah, and it was the 1600s, right? Yeah. That sucks, though. So, December 30th, 1610. Mm-hmm. Thurzo went to Shaktiche Castle after Christmas and said he caught her in the act and arrested her and four servants that were accused of being her accomplices. Oh. So, supposedly, they found one girl dead and one dying. <gasps> and they reported that another woman was found wounded and that others were there that were locked up. Oh. And Elizabeth was put under house arrest. But that's the way to punish that crime. Yeah, I know, and that's the thing. That's what happened when you were... Rich and powerful. Rich and powerful. Um, there is little evidence that she was actually caught in the act, though. Like, initially, Thurzo said he caught her red-handed. But she was actually arrested and detained prior to the discovery of the victims that he found. So, so someone else must have thought something? Yeah, or... And he maybe saw something? There are some theories hmm. about this. Yeah. Um, so most likely the idea of Thurzo discovering her covered in blood was an embellishment. Right. Yeah. So because a trial and execution would have caused public dis- scandal and disgraced a noble and influential family, which at the time ruled Transylvania. <laughs> Super noble. And Elizabeth's property would have been seized by the crown. Mm. Um, they had originally planned with Paul, which was one of her sons. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the boring one. The one I remember yeah. actually the best. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> so they originally planned, Thurzo originally planned with Paul and two of her sons-in-law for her to be spirited away to a nunnery. But huh? as accounts of the murder of the daughters of lesser nobility spread, they agreed that she should be kept under strict house arrest and further punishment should be avoided. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't expect more from 1500s law, but no. at the same time, I'm thinking not much has changed for rich, powerful people. No. Has it? No. <laughs> oh, gosh. This world is fucked. All I right. Know. Well, maybe it's better than I came from an alternate universe then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just want to go back? I'll have to, like, walk backwards through the misty area. Yeah. <laughs> people in the houses will be like, Picture that. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, we really don't like you this You have to guy. take me there one night. I will. We gotta I will. go there. I promise. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. So King Matthias urged Thurzo to bring Elizabeth to trial and suggested that she be sentenced to death. Yeah. But Thurzo convinced him that this would adversely affect the nobility. Poor nobility. That's terrible. That's the worst. Yeah. So there were two trials, one on January 2nd, 1611, and one on January 7th, 1611. So same year. year. Yeah, Yeah. it's just January January 2nd. and January 7th, yeah. You're like, wait a minute. That's the same, never mind. You win numbers today. I hate numbers. Okay, 1611 does look weird when written as a year. Right? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes there were 35 witnesses a day. And all but one servant testified against her. Hmm. So the exact number of victims is unknown. Um, one person reported 36 to 37 victims. Ugh. Other defendants said 50 or higher. Some Sarvar Castle personnel estimated the number of bodies that were removed from the castle had been between 100 and 200 bodies. Whoa. And one servant provided a list of more than 650 what? names that oh, were written shit. in Bathory's own writing. Whoa. But 650 couldn't be proven, so the official count stated around 80. Yeah, right. Yeah. 650, though? I know. Shit. I wonder if that's, that's. I mean, if it was in her own writing and they could actually prove that, that's, yeah. like, interesting. Because, like, how did she manage to do this to for so long? Right? Like, she must have been busy. Know. Really busy. Yeah. <laughs> that takes a while, you would think. She is a super busy countess. Um, 
So the location of her diaries are unknown, mm. but there are 32 letters written by Elizabeth stored in Hungarian state archives in Budapest. Sweet. So yeah. that's another thing we're going to have to check out. We have Budapest. to. I really want to see it. Yeah. Me too. So she was imprisoned and placed in solitary confinement at Shaktiche. She was kept bricked in a set of rooms with only small slits left for ventilation and passing of food. And then she died four years later. Four years? Yeah. The air must have been really gross in there. Yep. Can you imagine, like, what if she had, like, gas at any point? Ew. Yeah. And now that's like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to do toilet humor. I'm just kind of, like, thinking about this. Her sweat, the smell. I know. Oh, it my would God. stink in there. It would be so fucking gross. Because only small slits for ventilation. Enough that yep. she's getting enough oxygen, but probably not enough to, like, air out the place. No. It'd be so, gross. The evening of August 21st, 1614, she complained to her, her bodyguard. You can do this. <laughs> that her hands were cold. And he replied, It's nothing, mistress. Just go lay down. Oh. And then she went to sleep and she was found dead the next morning. Oh. Well, he was <laughs> nice about telling her she's dying. It's hard to be sad for her, though. Yeah, it is hard to be sad for her. Unless she was innocent, which some people say. Yeah, but it's hard to say if that's, like, true or not, because, like, who else killed 650 fucking people? Like, they must have gone missing. They must have found some bodies, yeah. right? Like, Maybe they were killed by someone else to, like, frame her. Hmm. She was very powerful. And, I like, I tell some of this stuff here. Okay. Um. So she was buried in the church of Shaktiche, November 25th, 1614. Right. But apparently villagers... We're in an uproar over her, her over having her buried in their cemetery. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so her body was moved to her birth home at Exed and interred at the Bathory family crypt, which nobody knows exactly where that is. Weird. Yeah. So some authors argue that she was a victim of conspiracy. Oh, no. They argued that the proceedings against her were largely politically motivated mm-hmm. and possibly due to her extensive wealth and ownership of large areas of land in Hungary, which mm. was consistent with Hungarian history at the time, which included religious and political conflicts relating to the wars with the Ottoman Empire, right. the spread of pro- Protestantism, yep. and extension of Habsburg power over Hungary. And they were thinking, like, she had a cousin that really wanted, like, her her estate or something like that. Oh. And, but um, why kill 650 people to frame someone or even 80 people? I know. You could kill one person yeah, just who's one. important. But maybe it had to that. be significant in order for her to actually get in trouble. Yeah, but if, instead of killing 650 peasants, um, they could have just killed like one mildly important person. Yeah, that's true. And framed her for that. But they won't kill another important person. They, right? I mean, they important people kill each impre- other all the time. Protected. Yeah, I guess. Um, there was arguments, so I didn't write this down, but uh, that George Thurzo had written that they'd found, like, some writing of his that was like, oh, I'm going to bring that woman down for Ooh. so-and-so, which it was the cousin, I think, or something like that. Right. So she, there was evidence that she, he was trying to bring her down before well, any of these victims or anything were, found. like, anybody suspected anything. Right. Correspondence. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... The investigation was sparked by complaints from a Lutheran minister, which doesn't support the notion of a Catholic Habsburg plot against the Protestant Bathory, but it could have because there would still be religious tension and she was a Calvinist Protestant, which is significant. Yeah, isn't that like (laughs) an extreme version of Calvinism is a pretty intense one. I remember yes. reading about it once, but I forget exactly what it is. I gotta read about it. It's not good. Sorry, it's not Calvinists good. out there, but I 
It's a little much. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you do you, Calvinists. But, um, <laughs> Just yeah. don't bring everybody else into it. Don't murder 650 people or even 649. Just no, no. <laughs> yeah. 648 is acceptable. Hmm. But 650, you're pushing the line. I will accept zero tortures and killings. Oh, okay. Well, I'm very strict, though. You're very strict. I know. I'm ran no fun. Nobody can live up to those expectations of yours. <laughs> Sheesh. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the majority of the populace. Or we'd all be dead. Like, fuck. Uh, so, some argue that the physical evidence was exaggerated and that right. Thurzo misrepresented the dead and wounded patients as victims of Bathory. So, like, there were just dead and wounded patients that she was taking care of. Oh. And he's like, hmm. oh, he ki- or she killed them. And, right. Um, I but mean, they were actually just patients. <laughs> and, but I mean, like, a bunch of her servants testified against her. Yeah, but that could have been, yeah. like, they could have been threatened, tortured, anything, right? To yeah. get them to testify. Yeah. And that was also debate. proven. Um. Mm-hmm. Some people were actually tortured to get them to testify. Ooh. Now, we don't know if that's because she didn't do it or because, like, they were too scared to testify against her. Right, and this guy just really wanted them to. Yeah. Right. So disgracing her would actually benefit his political state ambitions, apparently. Yeah. So probably, like, if he helped that cousin get into power or whatever, mm-hmm. he would move up in some pol- political shit anyway yeah which makes sense actually yeah (laughs) so this is what they did in more detail i had to go to a different site to find like the actual torture and stuff like that they think she did yeah so her and her um co-conspirators or accomplices or whatever whoever she was yeah Yeah, like whoever she got to help her because she did get some of her servants to help her do all these things that explains why she was so efficient yeah (laughs) yeah because that would be a lot for one lady One single yeah. human being. And apparently they were old women, a lot of them. Like yeah. Most of her accomplices were old women. And oh, they know how to get shit done. They do, even though they're frail. Um, so they kept servants chained up every night so tight that their hands turned blue and spurted blood. Oh, sick. She beat them to the point that there was so much blood on the walls and beds that they had to use ashes and cinders to soak it up. She beat a servant in Vienna so loudly that her neighbors, which some of them were monks, (laughs) threw clay pots at the walls. Yeah. She strangled a servant to death with a silk scarf, which is a harem technique known as the Turkish way, apparently. So she probably just know. heard of it and then was like, I'm going to try this. Yeah. Ew. She burnt servants with metal sticks, oh. red hot keys and coins. She ironed the soles of their feet and she stuck burning iron rods into their vaginas. Oh. She stabbed them, pricked them in their mouths and fingernails with needles and oh. cut their hands, lips and noses with scissors. Disgusting. She used, yeah, Ugh. she used needles, knives, candles and her own teeth to lacerate their genitals oh god what was wrong with this person she's and a these people what the fuck yeah she stitched stitched their lips and tongues together oh she made them sit on stinging nettles and then bathed them with the same stinging nettles mm-hmm. and then during the bath she would push the nettles into their shoulders and breasts oh. she had them stand in tubs of ice water up to their necks outside until they died 
She smeared one naked girl with honey and left her outside to be bitten by ants, wasps, bees, and flies. She kept them from eating for a week at a time, and if they got thirsty, she made them drink their own urine. Oh, my God. She forced them to cook and eat their own (gasps) flesh, which was usually from their buttocks, (sighs) or to make sausages out of their flesh and serve it to guests. What the fuck? She heated up a cake to red-hot temperature and made a servant eat it at one point. What the fuck? These are so weird. Right? They're just weird. They're so obscure. Like, she did not have one thing. Mm-mm. She just wanted to do whatever seemed just whatever, Yeah, just whatever inspired her. Um, so uh, she baked a magical poisonous cake what? in order to kill a rival magistrate. I feel like that one might be a rumor. Which was Thurzo. Okay. She tried to kill Thurzo. With, with magic? Magic. And poison, poison, just in case the magic didn't work. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, she cast a magic spell to summon a cloud filled with 90 cats to torment her enemies. <laughs> okay. This is getting a little out of hand. The other stuff I can believe. Also, 90 cats is torment. Who made these awesome particular rumors? Just surrounded by kitties. Yeah, I would be stoked if someone sent 90 <laughs> cats to me. I'd be happy with that. I'd be like, oh, this is the best thing that could have happened Thank to me you. ever. Uh, she had an ongoing affair with some guy named Ironhead Steve. Okay, where are you getting this info? <laughs> are you fucking with me? What is this? No, I don't know. Ironhead Steve? I don't know how that's even supposedly part of the torture. Steve? <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, that's part of the torture is that she dated Ironhead Steve and everyone's like, not him. Steve, oh. a good Hungarian name. Right? Uh. I mean, someone earlier in, like, the info that's, like, actually cor- corroborated yeah. was named Steven. So maybe that was that's his true. full name. He was another Steven. Maybe. I thought that was weird. I chuckled <laughs> at that when you first said Steven. But now I'm just like, it got worse. Steve. It did. Um, she stuffed five serpents' corpses under the bed, under a bed, and she continued to feed them as if they were still alive. Okay, that's so she's crazy. more believable, but yeah. terrifying. And she buried her victims in gardens and grain pits and orchards and sometimes cemeteries. Oh my god. And sometimes she gave them rights, but often not. Yeah. And then there were more details added after she died. So those were all the details that were before she died. Okay, so these were noted like yeah. from her? Yeah, either from her or like witnesses. Okay, some of these witnesses had interesting things to say. I really want to know what's real. <laughs> like, I want to see know. the witness who came up and said she sent a cloud of 90 cats. <laughs> this person, the this witness, really it's liked dogs. She was writing about this stuff. She's like, I know, I'll do a spell to summon 90 cats. Yeah, because that's a spell you usually go to. Yeah. That's my I go-to. Know, right? Uh-huh. When you think torture, you think send 90 cats to In a them. cloud spell. In a cloud. <laughs> yeah, with magic. So these okay. are the detailed details that were added after she died. Mm, so oh she boy. bathed in virgin's blood, but that was a lie. She actually didn't. You see, and, and I thought that was the whole thing, right? right? That's like the main thing about Elizabeth but Bathory. this site is only saying it was a lie. I don't know how they can prove it's a lie. Ironhead Steve is true. Her actual bathing in blood isn't? Yeah. What? (laughs) I hate this. I know. What the fuck? (laughs) I lose my shit. Okay. Okay, what else? Tell me more. So she was syphilitic from centuries of inbreeding. Was this true? It's possible. That sounds more probable, I guess. Uh, Although the bathing in blood doesn't seem that improbable now that I've heard of everything else i know okay 
no. Okay. So she had an aunt, Clara. Mm-hmm. And she was bisexual or lesbian, and the two had an incestuous relationship. But then Clara had numerous affairs and then was raped by the entire Turkish garrison before having her throat cut. The entire one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> the entire Turkish garrison. The entire... Okay, that sounds like someone trying like to demonize the Turkish people. Yeah. She would die just from that. She wouldn't need to have her throat cut. Like, <laughs> that's fucking terrible. And then one was like... She was menopausal, so she was crazy. Okay. <laughs> okay, people in the 1600s <laughs> maybe had some issues, I think. <laughs> and I'm wondering yeah. about this very intensely. Right? Um, um. <laughs> okay, how did they explain how what every other woman didn't do when they were menopausal? <laughs> I don't know. What everyone else who has experience with uh, having periods didn't kill 650 I people know. and summon cats <laughs> and date Iron I mean, Head mom's Steve. menopausal. Yeah, and she hasn't done that. Only 630 so far. Yeah, 650 exactly. is a lot. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah, she's only summoned like, I don't know. Clouds like of 50 20 cats. cats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's 20. <clears throat> yeah, it's only Yeah, 20. she's good. She's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's off. It's good. Um. So, so she had a cousin named Gabor who slept around a lot and was bisexual and had an incestuous relationship with his sister Anna, Ew. who's herself accused of sleeping with a silversmith and being a witch. All this incest. I know, and it, I don't think any of that was true. I mean, the silversmith and being a witch part That's is really just funny. She's crazy. like witch by day, but my night job is silversmith. If, if, if you want it's some silversmith that are nice. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, no. Um, and then the uh. sentences. So we already know what happened with Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Her female accomplices, which were all old ladies, had their fingers torn off oh. with iron tongs and their bodies tossed into a large fire. Oh One God. male accomplice, who is um, shown as being less of a participant in her crimes, he was shown mercy. Of course. So he was deta- decapitated before tossing his body into the fire. At least he didn't feel the fire thing. Exactly. That's way less fair to these ladies who probably thought that they'd be next if they didn't help her. Yeah, I know. Like, if this was true, right? Like, that's... If it was even true, like, yeah. 1600s, you kind of sexist. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's like 2019. So it 2019. Yeah, and also <laughs> every other century prior. Ever. I mean, like... Prior to, like, um, Christian colonialism and all that shit, it mm-hmm. was actually, there were a lot of societies that were not like this. Like, and there were, I know. was no inequality. There have been tribes where goddess. women were superior and... Yep, there have been that. Which makes sense because, hello, we can grow babies inside of us. And we can virtually make new people from some next to nothing. Some women can. Some That's can't. True. But some women can. are still great, honestly. But the ones in these tribes, I think. Could. Uh, and that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of these tribes had um, different genders, right? Mm-hmm. Like, where, you know, someone would be, like, born with a penis or whatever, but still be considered a woman. They do, like, ritual cutting of the inside of their thigh once a month to, like, symbolize um, menstrual oh. blood. Yeah, and they were still, like, completely accepted, too. They just mm-hmm. had, like, various roles. Yeah. Right? Like, but womanhood, you know... It was considered in so many different ways than we consider it now as, like, the lesser, more frivolous thing. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. shitty. We are not lesser. No. We are a moreer. Thanks, European <laughs> Christian imperialism. Love it. Uh, Love ya. Okay, now it's your turn. <laughs> I have um, more Hungarian bad stuff that <laughs> happened. And 
the first one, and I'm totally saying this wrong, so just, like, forgive me and forgive me. Uh, Bela Kiss? You are unforgiven. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> but, yeah, Bela with an accent and then last name spelled Kiss was a Hungarian serial killer. Yay! Mm-hmm, as you expect from that name. He is thought <laughs> to have murdered at least 20, oh my god, at least 23 young women and one man. Ugh, and he attempted to pickle their bodies in giant metal drums that he kept on his property. He was a tinsmith and lived in a... Right? Yeah. He was a tinsmith and lived in a town uh, close to Budapest called Sinkoda. Um, it's now a neighborhood within Budapest, but oh. it was a town, yeah, at this time. Kiss was also an amateur astrologer and was, like, reputed to be fond of occult practices, but he didn't use them with the pickling. In 1912, Kiss hired a housekeeper, Mrs. Uh, Jakubek, or Jakubek, huh, after his wife had reportedly abandoned him for a lover. Okay. Yep. Jakubek, the housekeeper, noticed that Kiss was, uh, corresponded with a number of women, typically through, like, advertisements he would place in newspapers, offering his services as, like, a matrimonial agent or a fortune teller. Okay. Kiss was never on intimate terms with his neighbors, even though he was, like, well-liked. Um, townsfolk also noticed that Kiss had collected a number of metal drums. Yes. Yeah, he had told the town police, who questioned him about the drums, uh, that he filled them with gasoline in order to prepare for the rationing in the oncoming war, right? Mm -hmm. In July 1916, Budapest police received a call from Kiss's landlord, who had found seven large metal drums. Huh. And the town... <laughs> yeah, so he's he's just got all these metal drums. Yeah. Tinsmith things, I guess. The town constable had remembered Kiss' uh, stockpile of gasoline story, uh, so he led needy soldiers to them, thinking they could stock up, right? Yeah. Upon attempting to open the drums, a suspicious odor was noted. Detective Chief Karoli Nagy headed an investigation and opened one of the drums against the protests of Jakubek, who Kiss had left his home to during the war. Like, I think he was drafted. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and there they discovered the body of a strangled woman. And of course. Yeah, it sounds like he strangled most of them. The other drums held the same gruesome content, so they just open all these drums, and sure enough... Bunch of strangled people. Yep, uh, and oh my gosh, the decomp in the pickled drums. Yeah, a search of um his house revealed a total of 24 bodies, so I'm not sure why he tried pickling these ones and then killed, like, the other 20 yeah. something. The other, like, yeah, 18. Yeah, kept 18. them in the house, like... Yeah, so... Um, luring them with the prospect of marriage, because many of the women he killed were, like, middle-aged and wanted marriage. Yeah. Each woman who came to the house was strangled, and then Kiss pickled their corpses in alcohol and sealed them in the airtight metal drums. Police found that the bodies had puncture marks on their necks and that their bodies were drained of blood. What oh. is going on in Hungary? Okay. Right? This seems to be a thing. Um, this led them to believe that Kiss was some kind of vampire, right? Right. Though the detective attempted to arrest him, Kiss had substituted himself with the body of another dead soldier in the hospital he was meant to be staying at. So, like, his bed, he just, like, moved a, a dead soldier from yeah. the next bed into it and then booked it, yeah. Um, his whereabouts were never discovered. They never Creepy. found him. And they never found any more pickled people. I doesn't sound like it, no. There are some, like, sightings and some similar killings um, later, but no one could ever find him or confirm. Okay. Right? So, I mean, obviously he's dead now unless he is a vampire. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, he's not very good at it, if he no. is. Yeah. So, the next one, our final story for the evening, is The Haunted Labyrinth of Buddha Castle. 
Okay. Yeah. The Labyrinth of Buddha Castle is a huge and convoluted cave system underneath the Castle Hill in uh, Budapest. The caves were apparently formed by, like, hot water springs millions of years ago, so they've been there a while. Cool. Yeah. These days, it's considered one of the seven underground wonders of the world, and you can go there. However, it is a place of multiple mysterious horrors. It once served mainly as torture chambers and jails, probably for the people who lived in the castle. Yeah. Though the caves had been converted into cellars since the 15th century. The labyrinth grew as the various caves and cellars underneath the Castle Hill House were, like, linked up to each other. Okay. And the labyrinth has, predictably, uh, seen its share of corpses. Perfect. Mm, multiple female skeletons were discovered in the caves, some who had been walled in, like Elizabeth Bathory. Um, not oh here, God. but walling in was apparently a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and some who'd been thrown into the various wells that are that exist throughout the labyrinth. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What are they doing to these poor women? They think it was um the Turkish War. Oh. Um, and that they had something to do with it or that they found it. I don't know which. It wasn't very specific, and I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, bodies and wells and walled up. Uh, Vlad Tepes. Often the guy who's, like, likened to Count Dracula, and also known historically as Vlad the Impaler, uh, was also held prisoner in the labyrinth of Buddha Castle. In the 19th century, a ghost haunted the labyrinth, too, and the locals at that time called this, like, aimlessly lost apparition the Black Count, so they probably thought it was him. Yeah. The military used the labyrinth as a hospital during World War II, which is, like, so fucking weird in my opinion, but desperate times. And the labyrinth approximately encompasses more than, like, 1,200 meters of land underground and, like, has various winding paths. And because it lacks, like, fully accessible, like, ways of, like, mapping it out. Yeah. You know, people can't get down there, such as, like, signs or, like, just full descriptions of the many paths and cellars. The map given to travelers in modern times still is, like, eerily rudimentary and vague. And I saw a picture of it and I'm like, I'd get lost. Yeah. It's like a blue squiggle. (laughs) It is that detailed. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, good. This will... Help. Help me on my way. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think someone would map it, like fully map it. Yeah, They'd like. Go in and just wander and they would map it. Yeah, but then like, they might get lost, so maybe, I don't know. That's true. Maybe some travelers, because you can go there. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is like a tourist thing, so you'd think someone by now. Would have done it. Would yeah. have just done it slowly and kept going back. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't have to go map it the whole way through. <laughs> like, you don't have to do it all in one night. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Yeah, so that's our... Um, that's our episode. I think it's good. <laughs> I like it. Sorry, Hungry. Sorry, for all hungry. the mispronunciation and the bad, bad stories that you're probably trying to hide. I I feel like they don't. I feel like <laughs> most like European countries, like and countries I've been around for just a long, 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 long time. Yeah, are pretty much like banking on this, right? Because yeah. they've got all these haunted castles and scary shit going on. Yeah, well, they've like, got history. Yeah, yeah like, they've got cool. history, and that's yeah. why I want to go. Yeah, me too. I want to go to. Austria and Hungary and Transylvania. Yes. And Slovakia. And I just want to see these places. Yeah. We want to go to Chaktice. Chaktice. Yeah. We want to go. We're coming. Look out. I mean, and look out. The people (laughs) in the castle are like, oh. Like, Canadian siblings are coming. Yeah. (laughs) Terrifying. Compared to what this castle has seen, that is just the last straw. (laughs) Like, none of that. Not they, like, podcasters. They waggle their finger. Nope. 
no podcasters here. No podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a sign out front by Vlad the Impaler's yeah. spikes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, I've also heard that, you know, these countries are beautiful landscape wise. Yeah. So they'll be awesome to go to. Yeah. So yeah, It'll that's be our fun. plan. Yeah. So, so you're welcome. Email us your Hungarian stories. Yeah. I'm which I'm sure you have many of. Sure everybody does. Yeah, that's true. This is a universal constant. <laughs> yeah. For everyone in every country. So, yeah, no, send us your Hungarian stories, your stories of bathing in virgin's blood, and uh, dating Ironhead Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or any of your Steve stories in general. Actually, that'd be fun. Anyone has a weird story about a Steve, send it. Yeah, this is We instant. have a vendetta. Two scared siblings at gmail.com. Yep, and our um, our, you should check out our Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com slash two scared siblings. You have a vendetta against Steve's? Yeah, fuck Steve's. Oh, okay. Just kidding, Steve's. I love you. And I'm going to prove it <laughs> by you giving ever, you a kiss. Have you ever even known a Steve? Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, probably. <laughs> I mean, there's a likelihood. Stephen King, I don't know. Yeah, personally. but you love him. And I adore him. Yeah, and I don't know if i'd ever call him steve yeah i don't steve that king does not have the right steve king <laughs> it doesn't have the right ring to it no but maybe but yeah okay um, follow us on twitter and go to our patreon yeah patreon.com slash two scared siblings because you can get episodes yeah you can get bonus episodes for a five dollar cheer and a shout out and for one dollar a month which helps us a lot you get a special uh, verbal shout out and credited in every description yeah yep so do that and uh we're at two scarabs uh two scarabs two scarabs <laughs> two whole scarabs we're at <laughs> at two scared sibs uh, on twitter yes and my twitter is at andrea noel three Right. That took you a sec. I know. I was like, mm, what is Yeah. Which number? There are so many. Yeah, you're not doing well with numbers today. No, I'm not. And mine's at Toy Carousels, and now's the part where we give you a smooch. Mwah. Mm-hmm. Sleep well.